Hey there, everybody. Angela Bowen here, the host of this soon-to-be new 2021 podcast, The World According to Corey, an unofficial Boy Meets World podcast, which will be coming in January. Now, a little words up about that. Basically, that is going to start out as like either an episode per month, maybe a couple episodes per month. It just really depends on the flow of the other podcasts that I'm doing as well. So, but I thought since it is December, we're a week away from Christmas. Well, actually, we're like a week and two days. I'm going to be covering a Christmas episode. I know there's one other one after this. Last year, I covered the Christmas episode from, I believe it was season one. This year, I'm covering season five, episode 11, entitled A Very Topanga Christmas. At this point in the show, I do believe that Topanga is not living with her parents. She's living with her aunt. Is it Aunt Prue? And her parents are off. They're not living in Philadelphia. So she's living with her Aunt Prue. This is probably going to be her first Christmas away from, you know, her her parents and everything. And I'm just going to read the synopsis. So Topanga spends her first Christmas at the Matthews home. Corey is happy at first, but when traditions clash, he starts to have misgivings about their future together. Well, that's the thing, guys. When you get in a relation, when you get ma- married and stuff, you may have traditions that are separate from your your spouse or your significant other. That sometimes you're gonna clash, and all I gotta say is compromise, compromise, compromise. That is the way you're gonna have a, to give to get when it comes to that stuff. Maybe your spouse thinks that Die Hard is a Christmas movie like mine does, and I 100% object to that. (laughs) And don't include it in the Christmas rotation because I'm the one that's doing the Christmas rotation of movies and TV show episodes. (laughs) But we compromise. He watches his Die Hard not around Christmas, but whenever he does, and And he has the living room to himself. (laughs) So, compromise! (laughs) No, that just sounds like more like I get my own way and, yeah, he just puts up with it. So, (laughs) also, in season five, I do believe we get a couple new characters. We get Jack, who is Sean's half-brother, who ends up being a roommate for... Corey's older brother, Eric, because Eric is going to Pembroke alongside Jack... And we do see in Season 5, Jack and Sean trying to figure out what their half-sibling relationship is. I believe at some point, Sean does move. Like, it's his dad's idea. Like, hey, can you... You need to get to know your brother. He's family. I want you to live with him. So there's that. We also get the addition of new character, Angela. Who... Ends up being a love interest for Sean in season five. Right, Quinn? Isn't it funny when characters have my name? Yeah? No? She don't care. (laughs) (laughs) You gonna help me wrap Jeremy's gifts today? No? Okay, bye. 
He just walks past the room. What a goof. So this episode's got an 8 out of 10 based on 161 ratings. Looks like there are no guest stars in this episode. It's just the main cast. The episode was directed by David Kendall. Writers Michael Jacobs, the creator. April Kelly, Andrew Gerdet, Daniel Page, and Sue Page. Both Daniel and Sue are staff writers and are uncredited, apparently, according to IMDb. Alright, we got some reviews here for this episode. A couple of them. Let's go with the first one. 4 out of 10, titling it, Two Bad Episodes in a Row. This is from October 7th of 2020. First they made Cory controlling in the last episode, and now suddenly he's a doormat and shilled out Topango is a- Topango? Topanga is a Christmas control freak. Did she even celebrate Christmas before this episode? What happened to hippie spiritual Topanga? Very bad episode. Let me tell you what happened to spiritual hippie Topanga. She went bye-bye. They figured, let's try something different, let's make her- the girls want to be her and the guys want to date her, basically. So let's get rid of the hippie garb. Let's get with, away from the yoga mats and the spiritual home, home, you know, kind of stuff. And let's just make her an everyday, you know, girly girl. Next review. 7 out of 10. Titling it, Merry Christmas, December 15, 2019. Warning spoilers. Now, before I read this review, guys, I'm going to say I had bought the box set of Boy Meets World. I think it was it showed up in my Facebook memories. I think it was like 2014, 2015. And I'm like, okay, cool. So I can start watching. Because I did watch when the show started on TGIF. But for whatever reason, I, I it wasn't a... I think somewhere along the line, a couple few seasons in down the road... I kind of dropped off the Boy Meets World train and was fully 100% devoted to Full House. Why I couldn't have... I, I don't know why I just kind of... The thing is, in the 90s, if you didn't have a VCR and you couldn't tape episodes and you missed them, you missed them. You didn't see them. And that's probably what happened. I missed too many episodes and I probably couldn't catch up. So, I'm like, alright, gotta get the box set so that way I can watch it. And right there were, once I get past, like, season two, there are episodes that I'm like, oh, once I get into, the, like, season four, five, six, and seven, six and seven, don't remember seeing hardly any of those. But I, I wanted to film, yeah, there are still episodes that I haven't seen a Boy Meets World, like, literally all the way through. This one I do remember watching probably around the holidays, probably 2015, 2016. So, alright, back to the review. So this one's probably going to spoil, this review's going to spoil it for me because I haven't wa watched an episode in years, so. Everything's going to be new, everything's going to be fresh to me, so, alright. It was not a bad one, but it was kind of cheesy in a certain way. Corrine Topanga, learning to make compromises. Uh, 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 didn't I say? And stop trying to be alike or thinking their relationship is just based on that. Still, Corey looking at Topanga through the window was really intense. Ben is really good when it comes to touch... 
What? Ben is really good when it comes to touch me only through his eyes. I, I don't know what that means. You and Topanga are just like grapefruit and orange juice. You shouldn't be together, but somehow you are. Not bad. Not bad at all. Still, it was fun to see Sean and Jack try to get along and find things they get in common. It wasn't that much drug on because the plot was more centered on Corey and Topanga, though, but still, it was pleasant because we saw a lot of Jack since the beginning of the season with Eric. He's supposed to be here to bond with his little brother, and so far we didn't see much of it, which it's realistic in a kind of way, but still a little frustrating. I hope we have a lot more of them getting along, furthering, and I also miss Angela. Oh, thank you. Thank you. No, they're not talking about me. They're talking about the character. <laughs> we don't see that much of her, but the little we see just makes me like her. I hope we'll see more of her and her background, because aside to be Sean's girlfriend... We do know little about her, and I'd like to know more of her. All right. Well, thank you. <laughs> yeah. December 19th, 1997. Six days before Christmas is when this aired. Cool. Cool. All right. So we're in the Matthews living room, and Alan and Eric are putting up the aluminum tree that they've had for over 20 years. Oh, 20 years, and our aluminum tree still looks good. And he, like, beats... Because the tree is in sections. And it looks like it's just, like, a silver tree. There's It's no pine tree. But he's, like, beating against the garland that's on the uh, side of the um, step railing. It's like, good as new! And it's, like, golden, like, Christmas ornament bulbs that are hanging from the garland just, like, drop. <laughs> I love Alan. He's like, oh, I love this tree. I mean, I like you, Eric, but I love this tree. <laughs> well, I mean, he's had the tree for longer than he's had Eric, so. Well, if that's if that tree's 20 years old, then that means that he, that was he and Alan and Amy's first Christmas tree when they got, you know, married. So, Corey comes down, reminding everyone Topanga's going to be spending the night for Christmas, and he wants to make sure that Eric knows. So since my girlfriend's gonna be here for the holidays and spend the night, stay over, can you, Eric, please not run naked through the halls screaming, I wish you a Merry Christmas at the top of your lungs? Um, wait, just a hold up, hold up, hold up. I thought Eric was living with Jack in an apartment, but then again, it's Christmas... I'm sure that Eric's going to want to be with his family, so. Alright, yes. That's not too much. Corey's request is not really a big deal. I mean, I think that in all decency, Eric can do him a solid. It's like, yeah, sure, I won't run naked down the halls singing All I Want for Christmas is You at the top of my lungs. <laughs> I love Eric's response. He looks at him and says, I only do it because people have come to expect it. I want to talk about Eric's character real quick. Um, I like Eric's character in season one and maybe part of season two, but when they dumbify him, like all the way down to zero, I don't like that. They had. S Why did the writers choose to do that? 
Like, what do they need? Hey, we need a funny guy. Let's dumb Eric down to that of a caveman. And he's going to be our funny dude. Like, I mean, Eric does have good serious episodes. Like when he's dating the single mother. When he has uh, Tommy, that um, parentless boy. And... Tommy wants Eric to adopt him, which, oh my gosh, that episode rips my heartstrings out. Oh. I think it's like when it calls for Eric to be serious, you know, Will Friedel will go there and he'll be serious, Eric. But for the majority of the time, from season, like, three onward, his goofball, out-of-this-world... Eric, and that's not the Eric that I like. I just wish we could have... I don't know. Because who else in that cast of people is going to be the funny, goofy guy? Sean? No, because he's got his own journey to go on in this. I mean, it's not just about Corey's journey from 11-year-old to being in college and being a husband. It's also about Sean's journey from being the wild rebel kid... From, as they say, the wrong side of the tracks to coming into his own as an adult and finally trying to find his path in life. Alright, let's get back to the episode. So, Alan asks Corey, like, so, uh, anything embarrassing about your dad you might want to mention? And I love Corey's response. (laughs) Corey says, well, at this stage of your life, are you willing to change? And Alan says, nope, as he folds his arms over his chest. And Corey says, well, okay, just when you do, say excuse me. This just makes me think of when I brought Jeremy home to introduce him to my dad and sister and Pam. I asked my dad, I said, Dad, can you please wear a shirt when he comes over? That's not... Because when he, you know, would lounge and stuff on the couch, of course, he gets comfortable. You don't take your shirt off, whatever. But it's just like, please, 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 Dad, do this for me. I really like this guy. And I want us to have a future together. (laughs) 20 years and our aluminum tree looks good as new. Love this tree. I like you, Eric, but I love this tree. Okay, please, I am just asking you, please. Topanga's gonna be staying here for Christmas, overnight. Could we please not run naked down the hall singing, we wish you a Merry Christmas? I'm looking at you. I only do it because people have come to expect it. Anything embarrassing about your dad you care to mention? Well, at this stage of your life, are you capable of change? Nope. Okay, so just when you do it, say excuse me. What do you think of this? A ring? This is so sweet, Corey, but I can't accept this. We're family, it'd be wrong. (laughs) No, it's a promise ring for Topanga. It means we're gonna be together forever. Aww. That's really precious. You guys must be the most precious couple in the universe. You're freaks. (laughs) No naked running, you got it? 
All right, so Corey shows Eric what he's getting to Panga. He's getting her a promise ring. And he's like, oh, that is so sweet. And Corey says, this is just, you know, promising that we'll be together forever. And I love when Corey first shows it to Eric. And Eric's like, this is so beautiful, but I can't accept this where family would be wrong. <laughs> oh, I love the little clip. When, oh my gosh, and this is season five. And I'm just, oh my. I just looked at IMDb season five. Three episodes from this episode, guys, is Heartbreak Corey, where they go to that ski lodge and Corey meets Lauren. And just pff, Corey and Topanga are basically on the rocks after it. I'm like, no! Just him saying, we'll be together. They will be together forever, of course. But just like, oh, they're gonna hit a potential roadblock coming up in three episodes. No! So the door opens and Amy is bringing Topanga. Oh, she's wearing my favorite color red. Yay. So yeah, she's uh, spending uh, Christmas with them, like Corey just said. Uh, he goes over and hugs her. Oh, I love their relationship. I just, I love how it's bloomed and blossomed since their first kiss at the lockers in season one. So... The reason that Topanga is there is because her parents are going on a cruise to Barbados and Topanga made it very clear, no, I want to spend Christmas with my boyfriend, Corey. And they agreed. Oh, here we go. Alan's bringing out the eggnog and a beer pitcher. Yay! I'm not a fan of eggnog. I'm really not. Because he comes out, yeah, with some cups and says, hey, let's toast to Topanga's first Christmas with the Matthews. So they hand, <laughs> this is the first little clash of Christmas celebration differences. And she takes a sip of the nog. Yes, I'm calling it nog. <laughs> and she's like, oh, this is really good. Have you guys tried hot mold cider? And all three guys lift their heads, and look at her. Even Corey's got this look like, sweetie, we don't speak of cider in this house. <laughs> the Matthews family is a nog family. Only nog. All day. Christmas Eve through Christmas Day. This makes me think of the Simpsons episode Marge Be Not Proud with Homer stocking up the fridge with eggnog and Elisa's putting it on her cereal and she's like, oh, my, my chest hurts. Oh, eggnog is not meant to be a substitution for milk and cereal. Look what I brought you for Christmas. Oh, look, Mr. Pengahead. Hi, guys. Thanks for letting me spend Christmas with you. My parents went on a cruise to Barbados, but I told them, nope, I wanted to spend Christmas with Corey. Hey, why don't we toast to Pengah's first Matthews Christmas with some of my special eggnog? Yeah. <laughs> there you are. Mmm, this is really good. Have you guys ever tried hot mold cider? <laughs> no. Nog, we're an eggnog family. Yes. <laughs> Wait, if this is tradition, I would never want to interfere with tradition. It's just that, you know, my family's always had cider. Well, we could have both, huh? How? How could we have both? 
could we have both? You ever been to the supermarket? The cider's nowhere near the eggnog. You know why? They hate each other. Go get Topanga some cider. Gas money? No. Go. Uh, I'm gonna go with him. Listen, Topanga, is there anything else we can get for you that's gonna make your Christmas with us more enjoyable? No, and I'm really sorry to put you guys out. It's just that cider on Christmas is like my family's one tradition. Well, that and we go to our favorite evergreen tree farm, but everybody has one of, what the heck is that? Oh, she's dissing the tree, Ellen. So yeah, when she said, asked them if they've never, if they've ever had hot mold cider, Eric says, no, nog, we're eggnog family. And Topanga, of course, is like, feels like she's stepping on their toes. Like, oh, I mean, if this is your tradition, it's, uh, I'm sorry, it's just I, my family's tradition is, uh, you know, the hot mold cider. We always have cider on Christmas Eve. So, what a great guy Alan is. He's like, hey, Eric, why don't you run to the store and get Topanga some cider? And Eric, of course, makes a joke about, you know, eggnog and cider. You know why they're nowhere near each other in the supermarket? Because they hate each other. <laughs> so, of course, Corey offers such a sweet guy. Such a good boyfriend. Topanga, is there anything else you would like while we go out to the store? Anything to make your Christmas Eve the best ever? And she's like, well, no, not really. But, of course, she looks at the tree. She's like, what the heck is that? Oh, she's dissing your tree, Alan. She's dissing your 20-year-old aluminum tree. So you think, okay, well, she's just going to ask for cider. They'll get her cider. She'll be fine. No. They wind up in Vermont because they're at a tree farm. And she's like, oh, guys, since we're already in Vermont, I'm like, oh, oh, oh. I just looked this up. Guys, remember, this is Christmas Eve. This is a seven hour, four, uh, seven hour, 46 minute drive. And that's in light traffic. It's 464 miles. Mind you, it's winter. There's snow. What if they flew? Not that they're doing that, but oh, it doesn't say like how long. Oh, it'd be like really? It'd be that? Wow! Oh, an hour and a half, something like that. But that, mm, that's excessive. But I guess Topanga's used to having like a pine tree or a Douglas fir or whatever other type of Christmas trees. There's like a hundred thousand different types of Christmas trees out there. I can't name them all. Yeah, kind of going back to this whole cider and nog thing real quick. I like how Corey's trying to compromise. Like, hey, we can have both. And that's where Eric's like, how? How can you have both? You know why they're never near each other in the supermarket? They hate each other. And, of course, Topanga says this is my one tradition with my family. We always have cider on Christmas Eve. And they also go to a tree farm to cut down their tree. So, yeah, they're at a tree farm in Vermont, and she's like, hey, as long as we're here in Vermont, can we get some syrup? I'd be like, hey, you drove all the way, go get your syrup, girl. Here, no one makes syrup like Vermont. That, isn't that the best place to watch the tree, uh, the leaves change color? Yeah, I wouldn't know personally, but I'm sure there's videos out at, on uh, YouTube of the Vermont leaves changing color, so... That way you don't even have to leave your couch. Being as polite as he can, he's like, oh, we'd be nuts not to as he's 
they're all looking at the trees. Like, okay, I think this is the one we'll go with. So, Alan and Eric are doing their best to comply with Topanga's wishes. You know, they want to make her happy. This is her Christmas away from her folks. And Eric's like, oh, this is going to be the best Christmas ever, Corey. Why don't you ask Topanga if she still wants it on the 25th? As long as we're in Vermont, could we stop and get some syrup? We'd be nuts not to. <laughs> this is going to be the best Christmas ever. Ask her if she still wants it on the 25th, Cor. <laughs> so it looks like now the aluminum tree has been packed away and shoved into the attic for... Uh, Christmas 1998 and they're decorating the tree they cut down and Topanga's thanking Corey and the rest of the Matthews family for letting her stay with them on Christmas like this my first Christmas away from my folks I'm really happy you're making me feel like I'm part of your family so Topanga asks what time on Christmas Eve do you open your presents and Eric is like, we open our presents on Christmas. Oh, because she asks, like, when do you open your Christmas presents on Christmas Eve? And Eric's like, we open our gifts on Christmas morning. That, honestly, that's a deal breaker. Christmas Day. Now, as a child, I was allowed to open one gift on Christmas Eve. One. And then the re- oh, I remember this one Christmas. I had to have been maybe eight or nine, maybe ten. I can't remember. I remember getting up before my dad, my sister. I started opening. I was starting to open. It turned out to be a kitten puzzle. And my sister came out and she's like, "What are you doing? Get back in bed! It's not time to open gifts yet." And so far, they have compromised. I mean, they drove to Vermont. Guys, they drove to Vermont for her. They got her her, her her hot cider, drove to Vermont, even changed out the Christmas tree. Even though Alan was so excited, you know, he had his 20-year-old aluminum tree. But this is honestly a deal. I would like, Topanga, you want to open your gifts Christmas Eve? Fine, but the rest of us are going to wait till Christmas morning. There's... So much compromising you could be willing to do. They've already done that with the tree. So Eric's like, Corey, get over here. We need to talk. And he's like, welcome to the rest of your life. And Eric is also mentioning about, like, well, Corey's like, yeah, so what if she wants to open her gifts on Christmas Eve? And Eric's like, look, this isn't about that. This also isn't about the fact that we drove 600 miles to Vermont for the tree. So I was right. I looked at it. I was right. That 600 miles on Christmas Eve. In snowy weather. In snowy roads. Granted, it's Christmas Eve and next to nobody's on the roads. But still. How far are you going to stretch your generosity before you're like, okay, I gotta put my foot down. I got. I'm sorry, but I got to. Okay, we maybe didn't need to know about the purring noises that Topanga makes when you guys make out. I didn't need to know that. I don't think the rest of us... That's a really intimate detail there, Cor. 
You guys, this is my first Christmas away from my family, and I just really want to thank you for making me feel like part of yours. You're welcome, honey. <laughs> so what time on Christmas Eve do you guys open your presents? We open them on Christmas morning. Yeah. Oh. Oh? Oh. Oh. <laughs> Conference. Welcome to the rest of your life. Eric, so she opens her presents on Christmas Eve. This isn't about the presents. So she wanted a real tree. This isn't about the 600-mile drive to Vermont. Okay, so she makes purring noises when we make out. What? <laughs> but perhaps I've said too much. <laughs> Listen, what this is about is today she takes over Christmas, tomorrow it's the rest of your life. Goodbye, Corey Matthews, hello, whatever your Topanga name is. You know, what's the big deal about when we open presents and my Topanga name is Captain Take Me Shopping? <laughs> Yeah, well, Captain, this isn't about the presence, okay? This is about the power struggle between men and women since the creation of man over 300 years ago. Wait until you guys see what I have to put on top of that tree. I'll be right back. Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. Hey, go, yeah, another conference. Come here, come here, come here. What? Why are you letting her walk all over you? She is not walking all over me. Watch, okay? When she comes downstairs with her little ornament, I'm gonna let her know that our cardboard noodle star is going on our tree, or I'm not. Captain, take me shopping. Hi, guys. He guessed. It was a guess. Won't this look beautiful on top of the tree? Uh, Topanga, I have something to say to you. Let me guess. You love the angel. Oh. I love the angel. I have failed. Duh. Um, hi, <laughs> Topanga. About you spending Christmas with us, the Matthews, I have a problem. Eric, if this is about the spending limits on presents, I'm sorry. I just saw something that was so Eric and I had to get it. I love you. Welcome to our family. <laughs> <laughs> so, Eric pretty much tells Corey you're letting Topanga walk all over you. He says, today it's Christmas with her making all these changes. Tomorrow it's the rest of your life. And he mentions, like, whatever Corey's Topanga name is. And Corey says, yeah, it's Captain Take Me Shopping. Hey, Quinn, what's your Topanga name? Do you have one? No? Okay. And it, I mean, it does seem that Corey is kind of bending over backwards a bit for Topanga, especially because he's bringing up, like, what does it matter? What time we open gifts. And I'm just thinking, she's making these changes. The only ones that are really, I mean, other than Alan going with them to Vermont. It's like, you have Amy, you have Morgan, you have Alan. But where are they decorating this new, tr this new tree and everything? Because Topanga brings over the tree topper that she wants to put on it. And... Corey's trying to prove to Eric, like, I'll prove that she's not, wa I'm not letting her walk all over me. We're going to put this macaroni cardboard star on top of the tree like we always do. Topanga comes down with this angel in a white gown and a halo and the little angel wings. And she's like, oh, I, I want to put this on the tree. Isn't it great looking? And, of course, Eric's the one that wants to step in and say, Look, um, Topanga, 
But she kind of cuts him off there and says, look, Eric, I know about the whole, you know, Christmas presents and the amount that everyone kind of agreed on, but I just saw something that just had your name on it. It was so Eric that I just had to get it. And Eric's like, oh, I love you. Welcome to the family. And he hugs her. (laughs) Oh, Mr. Feeney. Mr. Feeney pops his head into the living room. I guess that he's going to read a story. Is this kind of tradition, too, where he comes over and reads, like, the night before Christmas or something? Also, real quick, before we get to Mr. Feeney coming in here, it seems that Eric is trying to get Corey to realize the power of struggle between men and women and how... Oh, guys don't want women to completely have their way and just walk all over them. And it's like, Corey, you gotta stand up to her and and be a man and put your foot down and say, no, this is how it's gonna be. Otherwise, Topanga's gonna be the one making all the decisions in your relationship because you're letting her. And you're kind of just laying down on it like, yeah, we can do this. Sure, we can do that. Yeah, that's fine. I get it. He wants to make it a special Christmas for her because... Like I said, her parents aren't there. And she chose to stay with, you know, her boyfriend and his family. But at some point, there's gotta be a line that's gonna get crossed that Corey is just like, okay, enough's enough. I do act. I've been silent about everything. I've agreed with you on everything. The tree, the angel, all of that stuff. But to this, I, I have to disagree with you. Hello. Mr. Feeney. Greetings of the season. It's Christmas Carol time. I love a Christmas Carol. Yeah. Every year Mr. Feeney comes over and reads it to us. No one ever asks him to. He just does. Tradition. You know what might be fun? Tradition. What if instead of you just reading the story, we all took parts and acted them out? Uh-huh. What about that? I'm down for that. Corey, did someone express a problem with how I read this last year? Because if I was a little slow, I could always pick up the pace. Morgan would have a blast playing Tiny Tim. I'm going to go tell her. But I'm Tiny Tim. And Scrooge. And all of them. I'm sorry. She likes things done her own way. But it's just one time a year. You know, it's not my whole life. It's just Christmas. And every morning when she tells me what to wear. Nice shirt. So, apparently, this is something Mr. Feeney does every year. He comes over to the Matthews house and reads a Christmas carol. And Corey says, well, no one asks him to do this. He just, he comes over and and reads it. And Mr. Feeney's all about tradition. Well, Topanga's like, oh, you know what would be so fun? If we all took parts and, like, acted out A Christmas Carol. (laughs) And she's like, I bet Morgan would love to play Tiny Tim. So she goes off. And Corey is mentioning about how the fact, like, look, it's just one day, you know, with her, you know, making these decisions. But then he's like, this is gonna keep going. Like, with her always telling me what to wear and this and And I'm just like, dude, you do need to kind of step in and say, I appreciate your input, but I'm going to do what I'm going to do. At this point, as cute as it was in the beginning, you know, them going out to get her, you know, the hot cider. 
But driving 600 miles on Christmas Eve, guys, I'm making a point. This is Christmas Eve. I think that is kind of, that's pushing the boundary levels there. And I know that the episode title is a very Topanga Christmas, but come on. Someone's going to have to step in and say, no, 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 Topanga, stop, stop, stop. And of course, that person is going to have to be Corey. I'm surprised that Eric didn't say, like, well, she, the way that you're acting around her is like she's leading you and parading you around on a leash. Now, not only is Topanga taking over the Matthews Christmas, she's now affecting other people, like Mr. Feeney and his annual Christmas Eve reading of A Christmas Carol. Alright, we're finally getting to Sean and Jack and finding out how they celebrate Christmas, which is probably differently because they've grown up apart. You know, Jack had his mom and stepfather and Sean, of course, had his dad when his dad, Chet, was in the picture and his mom. So... They're at the apartment, and they got a little silver tree and a box of ornaments. And apparently Jack's tradition is they used to go to the French Alps. And Jack asks, well, how about you? And Sean says, well, those of us in the trailer park usually like to thank God this time of year for everything that we have that we're thankful for. And Jack's like, oh, well, we, we plan the." We, uh, we pray on the plane. Like, that's our contribution. So, Sean points out the obvious. Two brothers, nothing alike. And Jack's like, yep, we got nothing in common. As they're putting ornaments on the tree. This little, adorable, silver tinseled tree. Why does it look like they took the top of the Matthews of Allen's aluminum tree? Like, here's our little tree. Our little tabletop tree. So, Jack asks Sean, like, well, how should we celebrate Christmas? And Sean says, well, I don't think it matters how we celebrate, just that we celebrate together. I like this brotherly bonding. It is sweet, and you can tell they're really, really trying here, because they didn't grow up together. They have, Like they said, they got nothing in common. We don't know much about each other. They best definitely come from two different... Classes where Sean, you know, lived in the trailer park. Jack has kind of had a lot of stuff handed to him. Due to his stepfather having money, he's had a lot more opportunities than Sean has. So it's kind of a nice comparison seeing Jack and Sean trying to figure things out. Like, how do we do this without, you know, insulting one another, hurting each other's feelings, and bringing our two... Christmas traditions together, whereas with the Matthews, they're pretty much just laying down and letting Topanga literally steamroll over them and their Christmas traditions. And Jack looks at Sean like, uh, so, so what do we do? It's like they're so afraid to step on each other's toes. Almost like they're kind of walking on eggshells, like, we've had kind of a hard time coming together in the beginning, and we really want to be careful with what we say. Mm, yeah. It's a tentative, but growing slowly 
building a relationship. And Sean, because Sean knew of Jack, but they didn't, like I said, they didn't grow up together. And he says, yeah, usually around Christmas, I kind of would always wonder what it'd be like to celebrate Christmas with my brother. Aw, Art, Sean. And Sean says, looking at Jack, he says, now I'm going to get that chance. This is going to be the best Christmas ever. Oh, this is the thing that makes me nervous. When people kind of, when they say that, it's almost like they really put their expectations really, really high. And it's like, I don't know if you want, and when you do that and the expectations are high, it's like when something goes wrong, you're going to be so disappointed. It's like, just say you want to have a good Christmas. Don't say, it's going to be the best Christmas ever. Because as soon as something goes wrong, you're like, well, that's this is the worst Christmas ever. And Jack just looks at Sean. He's like, so, what do you want to do? <laughs> so, Jack, how do you usually celebrate Christmas? We usually go to Val de Serre and ski the French Alps. Oh, they ski the French Alps. Well, those of us in the trailer park just like to thank God for all that we have this time of year. <laughs> we pray on the plane. Okay. Two brothers. Not a whole lot in common. Nothing alike whatsoever. So how we celebrate Christmas? I don't think it's important what we do as, as long as we do it together. So what do we do? <laughs> you know, when I was a kid, I used to always wonder what it'd be like to celebrate Christmas with my brother. Now I'm going to get that chance. This is going to be the best Christmas ever. So, what do you want to do? <laughs> Alright, let's go over to the Matthews house. Looks like, I'm guessing, we're in Corey's bedroom because we're coming to the house on the outside and then we're centering right on what looks like the window outside of Corey's bedroom that Sean would always crawl into in, like, the first couple seasons. Oh no, we're outside of it because... Topanga is like, Cory, Cory, wake up. She's out in the hallway. Clearly everyone's asleep and she's knocking on his door. So Cory comes out dressed in a t-shirt and sweatpants and she's got this cloud nightgown that goes, it's like, it's very little house on the prairie. Like, they, it goes all the way down past her ankles. Because I don't think they've ever seen each other in their pajamas before. So I was like, oh, this is a little intimate. Like, oh, Topanga. Like, you're in your nightgown. <laughs> He's more than happy. He's like, come in. Come into my room. It's like, no, 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 no. No, no. And she tells him, well, I couldn't sleep. And he's like, well, maybe you need a little snuggle. And he keeps gesturing like, come on, come in, come in. Let's go into my room. Corey, come on now. Calm down, buddy. Calm down. So Topanga's like, no, I'm not here to, you know come in and Corey's like well then why did you wake me up and she tells him well I wanted to know what you were doing I'm looking at the clock that's right there in the hallway it's 3 a.m. I can imagine Corey's probably saying well I, I, I was sleeping <laughs> Corey's joking about yeah 3 a.m. I'm usually sleeping and dreaming of you and me saying, come in, and you do. <laughs> well, she asks him, like, well, don't you ever wake up in the middle of the night? And he's like, no, never. 
And she's like, you know, to think about things. And he asked her, like, what kind of things are you thinking about? And she's like, you know, I, I know... She says, I know that Eric loves his eggnog and that your father loves his aluminum tree. And she explains to him, you know, and I know that I have my traditions too, but I want to make sure that you're okay with that. So this is what she's probably been worrying about. Maybe she feels like she has been overstepping and she's afraid that they're only making these sacrifices or bending over backwards to make her happy because, you know, she's not with her parents. And Corey's like, yeah, we all have our own traditions. Like, my favorite is, you know, sleeping when it's dark. So, Tabanga clearly has been worried about this because she, I mean, just the expression on her face, she is really bothered by the fact that she says, Corey, we're not the same people and we don't have the same traditions. Like I don't do the we I don't do the same things as you do. Things, and he's like, yeah, I know that. And she says, it's just nice to know that. In the future, you know, she says for the rest of our lives that you'll get up with me at three a.m. and talk about things. <laughs> oh, the look at he that he gives her is like, oh boy. <laughs> And she kisses him, and he he's just, like, shocked, like, what? It's almost like he got a glimpse of his future, like, 3 a.m. having serious talks about whatever is on her mind. So, is she sleeping in Morgan's room in a sleeping bag on the floor, or did they bring in a cot? Because... Just kind of curious. And uh, Corey's like, great, now I'm up. I can't go back to sleep. Corey? Corey, wake up. Topanga? I mean, uh, Topanga. Frisky little girl, come in. Because I couldn't sleep. Well, I think you need a nice little snuggle so come in no, i'm not here to come in then why did you wake me up i was wondering what you're doing at three in the morning i'm, I'm usually sleeping and dreaming and in my dream i said come in and you did don't you ever wake up in the middle of the night not once ever why well, to think about things. What sort of things are you thinking about? Like, I know that Eric likes his eggnog. And that your father loves his aluminum tree. And I know that you understand that I have my traditions, too. And you're okay with that, aren't you? Well, yeah, I mean, we all have our own traditions. In fact, one of my favorite is sleeping when it's dark. <laughs> because, you know, Cory, we're not the same people. And sometimes the way that I would do things is totally different than the way that you would do things. Yeah, I know that. I knew you would. It's just good to know that for the rest of our lives, you'll get up with me at three in the morning to talk about things. <laughs> good night. Now I'm up. Yeah, I get. Maybe 
maybe at 3 a.m. Topanga's been worrying about this and she wants to go and ask Corey, you know, what he thinks about this. Like, we both are different. We have our different traditions. Like, your dad with his aluminum tree, Eric with his eggnog and everything like that. And she just is worried. She's like, are you okay that we both have different traditions? And, you know, Corey says, yeah, of course. I mean, when it comes to Jeremy and I, I mean, his traditions, I don't really know what ones he has other than I'm the one who makes all these traditions. Like, oh, it's tradition that we watch all the Punky Brewster Christmas episodes or the, and the Wonder Years Christmas episodes and the, uh, uh, the first Christmas movie I watch of the season is always gonna be Prancer. That's how I kick things off. Those are my own traditions that really don't inter interfere too much w with Jeremy and everything like that. Another thing is, on a, although tr the traditions that I had growing up, like my grandma would pick me up after school, we'd go Christmas shopping. Um, my dad and I would go Christmas shopping. We'd always go to Asian buffet. <laughs> Asian buffet. No, we'd go to Old Country Buffet. One year, of course, towards the I think it was right. It might have been the year that Jeremy and I started dating, and I realized it was going to be one of the last times that I went Christmas shopping with my father. And we get done, and we're like, "Oh, great! Let's go to Old Country Buffet. Find out they're closed." Not closed for the night. Closed as in never to be opened again. And I just, that that we'd been doing that since I was like nine, ten years old. And even when we were doing that, because, you know, he was with Pam and they do their own shopping and stuff. A part of me going with my dad and just realizing it's not the same anymore. Like, we're, you know, I'm... I liked it, but it didn't have that same childlike fun quality that I used to have. Like, um, after Grandma and I would go Christmas shopping at night, it'd be dark out. And we'd always go down West River Road in Grand Rapids and we'd check out all the houses that had the lights on. Uh, um, Christmas lights on and everything like that was always fun. It's all about, you know, traditions. And then eventually at one point you realize the traditions are kind of not the same and you realize that maybe some of these traditions no longer need to be carried on with. Like, it's time to form. Especially when you're in a relationship with someone else and you're becoming older and you re realize, like, okay, now I get to form new traditions with another person and everything. Tradition. Oh my gosh. It started in 1998. My dad and I always went and saw a movie on New Year's Day. That's what we did. And it was 2000 for January. It's like, all right, even though Jeremy and I, we literally had been dating for like over a month. And I'm like, no, it's tradition. My dad and I, we always go see a movie. And we were going to go see Cold Mountain. And we went there. Sold out. It was sold out. I was so angry. He's like, well, we'll do this another day. Don't worry. I'm like, no, it has to be on no New Year's Day. That is a tradition. It can't be on another day. It won't count. I was just so angry. We did eventually go see Cold Mountain. And there were some scenes in that movie that I had to, like, uh, 
walk out of the theater, go to the bathroom or something. Like, I can't handle... Uh, uh, they were just... Bleh. But I just realized then and there, it's like, this is it. This is the last movie my dad and I are probably going to go see in the theater together. And it was. But I enjoyed those traditions while we had them. And just realizing that some of these traditions maybe you get a little too old for. Or they're, they don't feel the same. Almost like, in a way it almost felt like I was forcing the tradition. Like to keep it going. And that's never a good thing. I don't force a tradition just because it's tradition. If it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. So Corey says, well, I'm up. I'm not going back to sleep. And he heads downstairs. And Alan is sitting on the couch. What? What is he? He's wrapping gifts? I can't tell what he's doing. Oh, he's putting together like a little model airplane. Oh, that's cute. Oh, I like that. Maybe that's his tradition. So Corey goes and sits down by his dad. And apparently, Topanga's not the only one who likes to like wake someone up in the middle of the night just to talk. Amy is the same way. So, because <laughs> when Corey says, Dad, what are you doing up? And Alan says, well, I'm always up at this time of night. So I think he just wants to kind of have his time by himself away from his wife from her her questions her what are you thinking right now oh let's talk like mm, i would never especially late at night you don't start bringing up like the heavy stuff like oh what do you think like down the road or what do you think about we should be doing this and that and i'm thinking jeremy has to be up at like 6.30 in the morning. It's after 1. I would not be that inconsiderate. If whatever it is. It can wait until the next day. If it were anything really serious. You would have brought it up earlier. When. During the time when there's time to talk. And sit and discuss. That's the thing about communication with couples and stuff like that. I usually will always, when I'm talking about a serious subject, I will say, can you turn off the laptop? Can you put the laptop down? Can you, like, I, I want to talk to you. And at the end, I usually say, you understand where I'm coming from, right? I mean, you get it, right? Or what do you think about this? And that way, I'm getting their, you know, his input. Because Jeremy's not a big talker. I usually am the one that has to bridge that gap when they're important things that need to be discussed i was like i need your input what do you think about all this so i feel like i'm not the only one making this decision by myself that kind of thing so alan says well amy kind of talks until she falls asleep i just let her you know go on and on and then he comes downstairs since he can't sleep and he makes models he made a little model airplane that is adorable and Alan asks Corey, like, oh, why are you up? And Corey says, well, Topanga also likes to uh, have these talks at 3 a.m. She likes to wake me. <laughs> oh, boy. So Corey tells his dad, we kind of hear what's going on in Corey's mind now. He says, Topanga's been here for less than eight hours, and I'm finding out all this stuff about her I normally would never know. And Alan looks at Corey, he's like, and that's bad? And Corey says, yeah, I mean, I always thought we were so much alike. 
Maybe that's because Corey's kind of just seeing surface level stuff and maybe he's seeing only what he wants to see. If you really want to, like, know a person, their habits, and really know them, stay together. You know, don't have to sleep in the same bed or anything like that, but stay together. Have them sleep over and you know, sleep on the couch. Learn their little, their routine, their nightly habits. Do they floss their teeth and leave the floss on the... The sink, the sink afterwards, or do they toss it in the trash? Do they leave the toothpaste cap off? Do they leave the refrigerator door ajar? Do they drink right out of the milk carton? Do they not rinse out a cup after they've drank out of it and they set it in the sink? All little everyday habits that this person is used to doing on a regular basis that you're getting a real eye-opener into... This person's like, and Corey, you know, he's not married. He's just dating Topanga at this point. So he's really seeing a side of her that really is bringing, I don't want to say her, her faults to light, but he is definitely learning they are very, very different individuals. That's the thing. Someone is... Even if you agree about a lot of things, there are going to be some things about an individual that you might not like. Maybe, you know, they pick at their teeth or after they've eaten or they fart a lot or they do loud burps or, or, or whatever. And there's just some things that you got to realize. Like, yeah, if you're going to be, you plan to, you know, be with this person forever, some things, are, can you handle that? Can you, is that something you're willing to just be, okay, that's just that person. That's just how they are. Or you're like, no, I can't handle that. We shouldn't be together. Everyone has their quirky little bits about themselves that make them who they are. Corey said because he thought he and Topanga were so alike, you know, that's why they get along so well. I love Alan's talk here with him. He is such a good father to Corey and really helps Corey to understand things aren't always going to be, you know, black and white as you see them. Like, if you're just looking at the surface level of a person, you don't, you're not seeing them. You're not seeing what's underneath. And Alan says, oh, you think that she's you, but then you find out that she's her. Corey stands up and he's like, well, what should I do? Alan comes over with another model airplane. He says, I've been saving this for each of my sons. And he tells him, enjoy. She said, doesn't honestly really answer his question, but gives him something else to keep his mind occupied. <laughs> Dad, what are you doing up in the middle of the night? Yeah, I'm always up now. How come? Oh, every night I just wish that I can make it to the morning without that tap, tap, tap. Alan, are you up? Yes, pumpkin. And those words, let's talk. <laughs> she talks until she falls asleep, and then I uh, make models. <laughs> Zoom! <laughs> Why are you up? Uh, Topanga, she also likes to get up at 3 o'clock in the morning. You know, Dad, she's been here for less than eight hours, and I'm just now finding out all these new things about her. And that's bad? 
Yeah, I mean, I always thought we were so much alike. And I thought that's why we get along so well. Oh, so just when you get to the point where you think that she's you, you find out that she's her. <laughs> so what do I do? I've been saving one of these for each of my sons. <laughs> Enjoy. Okay, so them getting the tree, it was not Christmas Eve. Why did I, I swear, I thought it was Christmas Eve. But no, she, Topanga is making pancakes. As Eric comes out, I'm guessing either he's the first one up or everyone else has already went about their day. Because Topanga says, Happy Merry Christmas Eve, sleepyhead. I'm thinking, okay, so it is... Christmas Eve that day. Gotcha. I thought she was arriving on Christmas Eve. Oh! This is her traditional Christmas Eve tra pancake br uh, pancakes in the shape of Christmas trees. Oh. Okay, now I want pancakes now. I am hungry for pancakes. So yeah, I just wanted to check. I do have pancake mix and eggs and bacon so I can make pancakes for dinner so he sits down she puts a couple Christmas tree pancakes on his plate he goes to grab the syrup she no no these pancakes don't get syrup and Corey says but we drove all the way to Vermont for it and she's no these Christmas tree pancakes get snow as she's singing jingle bells jingle She's got the little uh, powdered sugar sifter thing that she's, like, sprinkling over his pancakes. Don't get me wrong, I like, I love powder, powdered sugar as much as the next person, but let me put on some liquid. Let me put on some maple syrup, uh, some IHOPs, boysenberry syrup, something like that. Because otherwise, I mean, if it's just that end, the powdered sugar, you're basically eating your pancakes dry. You're eating them naked with just a light dusting of powdered sugar. I gotta have, so I gotta make them good and nice and soft. I mean, they're soft, but wouldn't it be better with like maple syrup or some liquid to just like sop up the juice and the syrup and just, mmm. So Corey's like, you know, I don't think I'm really that hungry after all. I'm going to go take out the garbage cans out front. My guess is I think he needs to have a talk with Feeney. He needs one of those special Feeney talks that we hear so much about. He needs that advice. Merry Christmas Eve morning, sleepyhead. <laughs> morning. I made you my traditional Christmas Eve morning breakfast. Pancake shaped like Christmas trees. Thank you. Oh, no. No syrup. We drove to Vermont for it. These trees get snow. Jingle bells, jingle bells. You know, I'm not really that hungry. Uh, I, think, I think I'm going to take the garbage cans out front. Silly, there's no collection on Christmas Eve day. Actually, I was going to hang out there till the 4th of January. <laughs> He got up on the wrong side of the bed. Here, a glass of orange juice will wake you up. Thanks. So, 
Ah, what? What? This is an orange juice. Oh, I squeezed in some grapefruit. But why? Orange juice on its own is very delightful. Boy, you're a little tense. Why don't we go for a walk? Along the way, I'll show you the route we'll take when we go caroling. No, Topanga, you know I can't sing. It's Christmas. We'll sing together. No, you're not hearing me. I can't sing. I don't like to sing. I get embarrassed when I sing. It's just singing. No, it's not just singing. I like opening presents on Christmas morning. I miss our aluminum tree. You're right, you know, we're, we're two different people. And we're not going to change that. Well, this took a turn. I thought he was going to go try to get some advice from Feeney. Instead, she tells him that there's, you know, there's no trash pickup on Christmas Eve. And he's like, well, I guess I'll just hang out by the curb until January 4th. She's like, well, I'll go with you. We can go for a walk and I'll show you the route we're going to take when we go Christmas caroling. And that's where Corey draws the line. He's like, Topanga, I don't sing. And she's like, no, I'll be singing with you. And he's like, no, you don't get it. I don't sing. I don't like singing Christmas carols. I, I, I want to open my gifts on Christmas Day. I want my aluminum tree. It's like, he, he's like, we're just two different people. And I get this eventually was going to, uh, he was going to erupt and this was going to come out eventually. But it had to happen right after she made you pancakes. Uh, but then again, it's not just about I'm making you pancakes. But I'm making you pancakes and you can't eat them the way that you normally would because this is my tradition. No, 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 maple syrup. No, let me put on some powdered sugar. He says we're just too different and nothing is going to change that. And he walks out of the kitchen. He goes over to Sean and Jack and Eric's place. And Corey's all like, wow says you're with someone for 32 years and you think you know him as Sean's pouring Corey a glass of milk. And Sean can't believe that Corey walked out on Topanga on Christmas Eve day. He tells Corey, he's like, you need to go back. Like, dude, I get it. Your traditions are clashing. I get that. And she's kind of overtaking everything. And he doesn't necessarily owe her to, like, start, you know, allowing these changes and whatnot just because she decided to stay with him instead of going to Barbados on that cruise with her family, with her parents. But I agree, and this stuff eventually was going to come to light. We knew that he wasn't going to be able to keep the lid on the cover on this for very long. But there's an appropriate time... In an appropriate way, instead of letting it all sever and just boil over to the point where you're like, No! We're too different! And nothing is going to change that. That's the thing about Corey. He lets things boil over. He shouts to make a point, And then he walks out. That's what Corey does. He just walks out. Instead of facing the aftermath and staying for the rest of the argument, he's like, well, I've said my piece. I don't need to hear what you have to say goodbye. And Corey is like, no, I'm not going to go back. And Sean is pointing out to Jack, like, 
Jack, Corey doesn't realize how great he has it to have a girl like Topanga. I love Jack's response. He's like, uh, I, I don't really know her. Why is it always all or nothing with Corey? He's going on about the ring, the promise ring that he gave her. Well, that he was going to give her that symbolizes they're going to be together forever. So because she has different traditions than you, and you can't come together on this, that means what? You're not going to give her the ring? Like, well. See, this is one thing, I mean... I like that, yes, they did get married, but they got married at 18. And I get some people still do that to this day, and that's fine. But you couple that on a married couple's first year together, you're going to go through a lot of agreeing and disagreeing or agree to disagree. But you couple that with the fact that you're still teenagers that teen drama on top of that oh my god i have so much to say about that stuff when we eventually get to that point in the boy meet this boy meets world podcast i'm doing oh i have so much stuff but that is going to be quite a ways down the road So, and because Corey's learning all these things about Topanga that he didn't know, and the fact that they're not similar, and they're not the same, apparently this is a deal breaker. And he's even asking what kind of, because she poured him some orange juice, he takes a sip, he's like, ah, what kind of orange juice is that? That's not orange juice. She says, I put grapefruit juice in it. My dad loved grapefruit juice. That, honestly, is a canker sore instiga uh, instigator right there. That big time. For those of you who suffer from canker sores, the last thing you want is anything acidy be to be touching your mouth. Uh, orange juice. Grapefruit juice, especially. Probably ketchup. Other things, you know, salty things that it just aggravate. But grapefruit juice, that is very ass. I, I remember pouring a glass from my dad once and taking a sip and it's just like my mouth felt like it's just woof. and that was on I didn't even have canker sores. I think that also brings the canker sores on. I haven't had a canker sore in a while but now that I mentioned it now I'm probably going to get one. <sighs> You never had a canker sore. You don't want one. If, trust me, you don't want a canker sore. They hurt. They make it hard to eat and to drink and to enjoy eating and drinking. <laughs> He's like, Corey, I am but a simple idiot here. But you and Topanga are like grapefruit juice and orange juice. And Corey's like, okay. Like, he's trying to see where Sean's coming with this. And Sean says, you shouldn't be together, but you are. <laughs> Jack kind of is like, you know, I'm sure I'll get to know her. <laughs> and it's just like Corey and Sean are like, hey, we're having a conversation over here. Can you not? Thank you. <laughs> so Jack decides since he doesn't get an input in this conversation nor really even knows Topanga he's like okay I'm gone bye 
And Cody cannot wrap his head around the fact that he and Topanga, he's like, I thought we were so alike, but no, we're not. We're just so different. It's like, why is that a deal breaker for you? You've been in love with this girl since season two. Now, all of a sudden, because she's different from you and has different ways of doing things, like, what, you think you shouldn't be together? And of course, like, good thing I f- figured this out now. And Sean brings up him and Jack, which is a great comparison here. He's like, you want to talk about different people? Look at Jack and I. We have nothing in common. Because we're spending Christmas together to find one similarity. And Jack comes in. He's like, oh, some girl here is here to see you. And here comes Topanga. Boy, you're with somebody for 32 years. You think you know him. <laughs> you walked out in Topanga on Christmas Eve day. Corey, go back. No, I'm not going to go back. Yeah, Jack, he doesn't realize how lucky he is to have a girl like Topanga. I don't really know her. You know, I was going to give her this ring, Sean. You know, I was going to give her this ring that meant that we're going to be together forever. Okay, but then I started learning all these new things about her. What kind of human being puts grapefruit juice in orange juice? Corey, I am but a simple idiot. But the one thing I do know is that you and Topanga are just like grapefruit juice and orange juice. Okay. You shouldn't be together, yet somehow you are. (laughs) You know, I'm sure I'll get to know her. And if I don't, I don't. Well, Merry Christmas, everyone. (laughs) Sean, you know, I I thought Topanga and I were exactly alike, but we're not. We're different people. But I guess it's better I found this out now. Corey, you want to talk about different people? Me and Jack don't have one thing in common. Nothing. We're spending Christmas together trying to find one similarity. So Jack comes back in, and look who he's brought with him. Topanga. So, Jack again walks out the door and Sean kind of gives Topanga and Corey their privacy. So, Topanga's coming over here because she's apologizing to him. And she tells him, you know, I'm sorry you're upset with me, but I love you. And if you never want to go caroling again with me, you don't have to. She's even apologizing, and I feel bad for her. She's apologizing because her family's traditions are different from Corey's. Corey's expectations are just ridiculous. Because he, he's he been going through this relationship thinking how similar he and Topanga are because they always agree on stuff a, a good lot of the time. So the idea that she's does things differently, just doesn't sit well with him. It's almost like he's like, I would rather be dating a female version of myself. Like, you can't handle this. Someone else does. I was just kind of thinking about this earlier, the fact like, yes, they do have different traditions. Yes, they can compromise. But also, you can make your own traditions together. She tells him, I'll just wait, be waiting for you back at your house until you come home. How sad is that? She 
gave up going on that trip, that cruise with her parents to spend time with her boyfriend who's having a hissy fit and he's over at his friend's. That is just, ugh, it's rude. And he's just, he's being a jerk. He doesn't say anything to her. He just looks at her with this look of like, you finished? And she turns and just leaves. He needs a dose of Charles Dickens in the form of Mr. Feeney to straighten him out. Yeah, and the audience as she leaves, I'm like, aww. Apparently Jack was listening. As soon as she opens the door, Jack is right there with his his hand kind of cupped towards the door. It's like, really, Jack? Sean tells Corey, go after Topanga. It's Christmas. And Corey says, no, I need time to think. If Topanga won't let me fall asleep listening to a, uh, Mr. Feeney's A Christmas Carol, says, well, I'll fall asleep watching it on TV. Mind you again, this, now this is Christmas Eve. It's like, dude, you could be with your family right now and your girlfriend. Instead, you're going to pout like a baby. <sighs> Corey's really, like, uh, he's infuriating me. It seems like the older he gets, the more stubborn he gets. So, Sean throws up his hands and surrender, surrender, like, all right, fine, I'm not going to argue with you. Look, I'm going ice skating. And finally, he and Jack have something that they both like to do. It's like, you like ice skating? I like ice skating! Really? Let, well, let's go ice skating! <laughs> and it's like, you're kidding! No! And, and Jack, they shake hands. It's like, wow, man, now we got something in common! <laughs> So Sean's like, all right, let's go ice skating. And every Christmas, we'll go ice skating. Sean is so excited. Like, we are starting a tradition right here, right now. And, of course, Jack has to add, I especially like ice skating in France. Sean tells Jack, don't kill this. And the whole time that Sean and Jack are agreeing on this, this whole ice skating, shaking hands and all that, Corey's looking at them like, what? What is... It's like, dude, seriously, if these two half-brothers can come together and find something that they can agree on, even though they both grew up in different with different backgrounds and everything, surely you can put aside your stubbornness, Corey, and go home and be with your family and your girlfriend and say, it's okay that we have different traditions... Why don't we start making some of our own together? It doesn't have to be his way or her way only. Hey, uh, some girls here to see you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, I know you're upset with me. I'm sorry, I love you, and if you never want to go caroling with me, you don't have to. I'm sorry that my family's traditions are different than your family's. And I'll just be waiting for you back at your house whenever you want to come home. Ugh, Corey, don't be a jerk. <laughs> Go after her, Corey. It's Christmas. Now I need to think. You know, if Topanga won't let me fall asleep listening to Feeney read a Christmas carol, I'm gonna fall asleep watching it on TV. Okay. Do whatever you want, but I'm going ice skating. Wait a minute. You like ice skating? I love ice skating. I love ice skating too. 
You're kidding. No. No, we got something in common, man. All right. <laughs> Let's go ice skating. Right. And every Christmas, we'll go ice skating. We're starting a tradition right here. I especially love ice skating in France. Don't kill this. Okay. <laughs> Dang, Corey, you're chugging that eggnog. Eggnog that isn't even his. That's Jack and... And Sean's eggnog. See, Corey's asleep, and then we hear Mr. Matthews wake up. And it's Mr. Feeney, dressed in Charles Dickens, uh, Charles Dickens Christmas Carol outfit. Corey jumps off the couch like, Mr. Feeney, like, what are you doing here? And Mr. Feeney says, I am not Mr. Feeney. I am the ghost of Christmas future. Corey <laughs> tells him, no, you're a doorman at the Plaza Hotel. Mr. Feeney, or the ghost of Christmas future, Tells Corey, well, you fell asleep watching A Christmas Carol, so I'm here to tell you what your future's gonna be like if you don't change your ways. Feeney says, if you stick to the path that you have chosen, this is what your life's gonna be like in the future. And Corey's like, I don't want to play. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, buddy, you get a front row seat to how you've been acting and how that's gonna affect the rest of your life. And those around you. So Feeney snaps his fingers and they're still in the apartment. They've gone up to the little stair level there and we see Eric coming in with that silver Christmas tree. The apartment's still decorated and Corey says, oh, see, there's Eric. Everything's the same. It's fine. Corey's like, hey, bro. And Feeney has to remind Corey, he's like, he can't hear you. Mr. Feeney tells him, this is Christmas future. Eric pulls off his Santa cap, and he is full-on balding on the top of his head. Clearly, it's a bald cap. Or a partial bald cap. And Corey is smiling. Oh, look who lost his looks. So, Eric shouts for Corey, saying he got his eggnog and his pants let out for him. Corey looks at Mr. Feeney like, now, why would I need my pants let out? Oh my gosh, I'm just gonna be in a fat suit. This is clearly a different. This is not Ben Savage playing himself. This is. Looks like just some guy playing Corey. And Corey is just shocked beyond words. Like, oh, I'm a big boy. And Feeney tell. I'm just referring to him as Feeney because he is. Feeney tells him, once you let Topanga out of your life, you took comfort in food. So basically, he was eating his feelings. And Feeney says, you don't just eat any food. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and dinner at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Yeah, with the powdered sugar and the Christmas tree pancakes. Oh, also, about those pancakes I said I was going to make yesterday, I didn't make them. I decided, meh. Future Corey is... Eating his powdered sugar Christmas pancake as Eric is like wiping off the powdered sugar left on Corey's mouth. This is just gross. It's really mm, unsettling to watch. So Corey turns to Feeney and says, I want you to show me how horrible and miserable Topanga's life turned out. Who says it did? She probably looks no different than she does at, at 16. And Feeney warns Corey. He's like, oh, you don't want to see this, Mr. Matthews. My guess is she looks no different than she does when she was 16. 
Corey's like, oh, it's pretty grim, huh? Show me. I want to see. We return to Charles Dickens' immortal classic, A Christmas Carol. Mr. Matthews, wake up. <laughs> I am not Feeney. I am the ghost of Christmas future. No, you're a doorman at the Plaza Hotel. <laughs> you were watching A Christmas Carol and you fell asleep. Now I am here to show you what will become of you if you stick to the path you have chosen. I don't want to play. <laughs> well, hey, look, there's Eric. See? Everything's the same. Hey, bro. He can't hear you. This is Christmas future. <laughs> wow, look who lost his looks. Corey, I'm home. Got your aluminum tree, your eggnog, and I had your pants let out. Now, why would I need my pants let out? Oh, I'm a big boy. Once you let Topanga out of your life, you took comfort in food. Not just any food. For some inexplicable reason, you eat only one thing. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Mr. Finney, I want you to show me how horrible and miserable Topanga ended up without me. Oh, you don't want to see this, Mr. Matthews. Oh, it's, it's pretty grim, huh? Show me. Now we're outside a window. Is this her bedroom? What? What? What, what is this? Where? Where are we? And Corey's just amazed. Like, oh, Topanga, she's beautiful, but she's alone, isn't she? She's by herself. I don't see anyone else in the room with her. And Corey. It's like, yeah, I bet that's what happens when you gotta have everything your own way. <sighs> is she with Jack? Is she with Jack? Because he comes in in this nice burgundy and black checked button down shirt. Really compliments his beautiful brown hair. And he brings in wood for her. And Corey's like, oh, look, she's gotta have wood delivered. Oh my gosh. Are they together, or is she with Sean? Or I'm guessing Sean is his own separate side story from Topanga. Corey realizes, after I do, that it's Jack. And Jack says, I don't know you very well, but thanks for marrying me. <laughs> oh my god! And they hug, and Corey turns to Feeney and says, Well, obviously it's a loveless marriage. Oh my gosh, are they gonna kiss? Are Jack and Topanga gonna kiss? Oh, apparently it's not a loveless marriage because they got three kids. Two girls and a boy. We come back to the window and Corey's like, those are supposed to be my kids. Corey, you guys will get your chance in 2014. Okay. Okay. So Topanga tells her children, like, all right, children, it's Christmas Eve. Time to open presents. Okay, so now Mr. Feeney and Corey in this fantasy dream are inside the house now. And Corey's like, see, she's got to have everything her own way. And Feeney says, look at the tree, Corey. Corey realizes it's an aluminum tree. And Corey is surprised, like, no, Topanga would never have an aluminum tree. How did Jack get her to do that? And Feeney says, well, maybe he didn't run out of the house like a coward. And Feeney says, perhaps he realized that the spirit of Christmas also brings with it spirit of love, 
Compromise. Yes, I've been saying that the whole time. Compromise, compromise, compromise. So many relationships can be saved by compromise. Well, some. Compromising and communication, people. And he is saying exactly what I've been saying the whole time. As he says, when two people grow together, they make their own traditions. Yes, exactly. Corey looks at Feeney and says, you know everything, don't you? And Mr. Feeney says, oh no, Mr. Matthews, this is your dream. I'm just in it for some reason. Corey, of course, forgets again that being this is a dream, he can't really, he, you can't communicate. You can't talk to Topanka because it's a dream. She can't hear you. This is the future of Christmas as he's trying to say that he's sorry. And he's, he's, he's compromised. He's like, hey, maybe this year we can have Christmas my way and then next, or your way, and then next year we can do it, you know, my way. Or you could kind of mix, you know, put the traditions, you know, compromise so you each get what you want at Christmas in a way. Like, okay, you get the aluminum tree and she gets to open gifts on Christmas Eve or, or vice versa. You get the... Uh, Christmas presents on Christmas Day and she gets her tree from Vermont. He is really, he's kneeling in front of her. He's like, Topanga, I love you. And Feeney's like, she can't hear you. Oh, she's reading a Christmas card from somebody. Oh, it must have been the card that uh, Jack gave to her. She stands up and says, I love you too. Jack, as she stands up and kisses Jack. Now Corey is outside this room with his palms up against the glass. And Afini says, come Mr. Matthews, time to go. Topanga, she's beautiful. But she's alone, isn't she? I guess that's what happens when you have to have everything your own way. Look at that. She even has to have wood delivered. Probably no husband around to chop it for. Hey, wait a minute, that's Jack. I don't really know you too well, but thanks for marrying me. <laughs> well, obviously, it's a loveless marriage. <laughs> Those are supposed to be my kids. All right, children, it's Christmas Eve. Time to open presents. You see that? Everything her own way. Look at the tree. It's aluminum. Topanga would never have an aluminum tree. How, how did Jack get her to do that? Perhaps he never ran out of the house like a coward. Perhaps he realized that the spirit of love brings compromise. That when two people grow together, they start their own traditions. You know everything, don't you? Oh, no, Mr. Matthews. This is your dream. I'm merely in it. Topanga, I'm, I'm sorry. Okay, we, we can have Christmas your way. And, and the next year, maybe we can have it my way. And the year after, we can have a combination of both our ways with the emphasis on your way. She can't hear you. Topanga, I love you. I love you, too. Jack. Come, Mr. Matthews. Time to go. 
So, interesting enough, we didn't see a future with Sean in it, which I'm guessing that really isn't going to have an effect on Corey's situation at the moment. It's mainly just, this is what happens to you in the future. This is what happens to Topanga. If you don't change your ways now, this is basically what your future is going to become. So... Feeney puts a hand on Corey's shoulder, turns him away from the window, and says, come on, it's time to go. Now we see Topanga, who's looking out the window, waiting for Corey to come back. She's at his house, waiting for him. And we see Alan, Amy, and Morgan in the kitchen. I just honestly... Corey's whole attitude this episode, it's just... It is so very insensitive... What he's doing. Not only just at Topanga, but what about his folks and everyone? It's like, he's, Corey just feels, to me, like he's making this all about him and what what he wants. And, you know, I mean, it's Christmas Eve. He should be there. Put your differences aside for one day. So you and Topanga aren't 100% similar. Jeremy and I have nothing in common. Maybe a couple things, but we don't like the same music. He doesn't like to read. He's a diabetic and I'm not. So many different things, yet he'll still endure my Christmas movie marathon on December 1st all the way to Christmas. And that includes movies and television show episodes and Christmas specials. I put on but he does it because he loves me and he knows that I tend to you know go a little overboard and stuff like that with certain things you know with my bath and body works candle obsession and the hand soap obsession and everything like that you know and his love of game shows can be kind of a uh, annoying at times but it's just there's the little things about the you know, him that I, I love and that's what makes him him. You know, we celebrate our differences. I really thought Corey would be back by now. This is all my fault. Hello. <laughs> I would have never come here. Corey would have never run away. I ruined your Christmas. I just wanted so much to be part of your family. I never wanted to push Corey away. Aww. Noel, the angels did say, oh. just a certain poor shepherds in fields where they lay. Hi. Hi. Um, Merry Christmas. Corey. It's a promise ring. It means that we're going to be together forever. You mean you want to be together with me even though we're so different from each other? Yeah. And don't give me a present this year because you already did. You know, I thought I knew everything about you, but I'm just starting to find out. It's good we're different. Yeah, it is. Open your present. Yeah, you have to give me a present, it's a promise ring. Mm -hmm. oh. 
Oh, I'm crying. This is so beautiful. I love it. So Topanga, of course, is blaming herself. Like, if I had not have come here, Corey wouldn't have left. And she's really just blaming herself. And I feel bad for her. And I like, you know, when she sits down, I like that Amy doesn't say anything. She just goes over, brushes Topanga's hair back from the side of her face, and, and gives her a kiss. And just, oh, my heart. And I love that Topanga is like, I really wanted to be a part of, you know, your guys' Christmas and everything like that. But it feels like I've ruined everything. It's like, sweetie, you didn't ruin anything. So, of course... Amy, Allen, Morgan, and Eric all leave the kitchen. And we hear this music. Someone's singing. And we go to the door. And Corey's singing. I'm like, oh, he's singing for her. Even though he hates to sing. Or he doesn't like it. And I'm like, oh my, I started my, t <laughs> I started welling up. So he comes in, takes off his gray cap. And says Merry Christmas and hands her the little ring box with the little red bow on top. And he says, it's a promise ring. He tells her it means that we're going to be together forever. And she looks at him and asks, you mean you want to be together with me even though you want to be, you want to be with me even though we're so different? <laughs> and he says, don't give me a present this year because you already did. And I'm like, oh my god, my heart! Oh! I love them both so much. And he says, you know, I thought I knew everything about you, but I'm just starting to find out. And he looks at her as he says, it's good we're different. Dang right, it's good, buddy. And she agrees with you. Yeah, it is. And she says, open your present. And it's pretty much identical from what Corey gave her as he opens it. And she says, it's a promise ring. present exchange as so we got Corey, Jack, Sean of course Corey and Eric's parents, you know, Amy and Alan we got Morgan and Topanga Let's see who got what, this will be fun what do you get, boxers? for my favorite part of the holidays a Christmas carol by Charles Dickens Christmas Carol by Charles Dickens, as read by George Feeney. <laughs> Marley was dead to begin with. There is no doubt whatever about that. The registrar of his burial was signed by the clergyman, the clerk, the undertaker. And so, Everyone's as Tiny Tim observed, <laughs> God bless us, everyone. Boxer shorts 
And um, Feeny's like, all right, it's time to read A Christmas Carol. And everyone jumps on the couch like, oh, they're so ready for it. And then, like, the next scene, when Feeny ends it with Tiny Tim saying, Merry Christmas, everyone. And <laughs> we, we hear the story before we see everybody. Topanga and then Eric and Corey and Amy and Alan. And Morgan is draped over all of them, like, stretched out on their laps. And we see Jack and Sean not in the chair, but they're on the floor leaning up against the chair and their, like, heads are leaning towards each other. Like, oh, brothers! I love it! And that was the episode. Oh, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And I hope you all have a wonderful, happy holidays and Christmas and, and every, you know, every, whatever holiday you celebrate, just, I hope you, you enjoy it. And good things to come, guys. Good things to come. I just, in my heart, I'm praying. Like, I know, I know that things are going to get better. I know that they will. And I'm sorry I'm getting so emotional right now. But <laughs> this episode did it to me. Corey with his singing and the exchanging of promise rings. And oh. <laughs> but in all seriousness, I hope you all have a wonderful happy holiday this year we need it guys we need it after this year so bye bye everybody